0: Hello and welcome to Unleash Your Inner Creative with Lauren LaGrasso. I'm Lauren LaGrasso and this show is meant to help you make creativity the filter for your life, redefine your relationship with fear by taking it out of the driver's seat and step more fully into the essence of who you are and claim your right to have a dream and take up space. Today I'm doing a quick creative check-in and I'm going to be touching on topics such as the in-between spaces of life and creating from there. Why sometimes you just need to do something that's a real risk and that could potentially hurt you in order to create, and the very real possibility of feeling more than one thing at once about one topic. Before we get into that, though, as most of you hopefully know, (laughs) the American election, I'm, I'm recording this Tuesday night, it happened today. I don't know if we'll know anything by the time you listen to this on Wednesday morning. But it is a very heavy day here in America. I think no matter who you want, you're feeling a little nervous. Yeah. And I just want to take a moment to say, take care of yourself. Take care of the people that you love. It's really heavy what's going on. I do think that creating things helps, but also know when you need to rest and just take a moment. The collective unrest and anxiety is at an all-time high. And as somebody who's creative and sensitive and an artist, you are probably feeling that and honor where you're at. I'm personally very nervous. (laughs) I'm a Biden supporter and yeah, I don't know what's going to happen. And that's terrifying for me, but I posted a song today and I wrote this song right after Ruth Bader Ginsburg died. And I was seeing a lot of people writing Abandon all hope this year has come to an end. Like, this is terrible news, obviously, and it was for so many of us. But I think when something happens politically that goes against your beliefs, it's not the time to abandon all hope. It's actually the time to buckle down and peacefully fight for what you believe in. And definitely to create. And that song came out of that place of, yeah, this is really bad news for me and for what I believe in. But from that place, I'm going to create. One other thing I just want to remind you of, especially, again, depending on how it goes and what your political leaning is. Number one, and this is hard because it's certainly not as satisfying But shame is not a social justice tool. When was the last time you or anyone you know changed because somebody told you you were bad or a bad person? And um, that's a really tough pill to swallow because it does feel incredibly satisfying to just rail against the opposing political party. But they're not going to change their minds by you doing that. And it's actually, it's only going to make you more upset. It's going to create more animosity in the world. Now, things like compassion, empathy, curiosity, candor, I believe these are the things that really can change our world, but they take time in our society. Even with everything going on with COVID has gotten so impatient that I don't know if we have the stomach for it. But what my call to you is, because I know that you are a compassionate, caring person who believes in creativity's ability to make the world a better place, is be a leader in your personal circle. Is use these tactics in your personal circle. I know it's hard, but we have to try. Because as I stated, better is still good. And the tools of those that oppress us are not the tools that will stop oppression. You can't use the same tactics as the person who's holding you down. And here's the other thing that's kind of wild. I mean, no matter who wins this election, it's like pretty much 50-50. So that means no matter who wins, half the country is going to be completely distraught. And I just want you to be thinking, like from your perspective, if you're going to stay here in this country, which... Literally, like, that's a legit question at this point. But from your perspective, what can you personally do to make this a more hospitable place for more people? Because the fact that whoever wins, regardless of whoever wins, 50% of the people in this country are going to be completely distraught and beside themselves Isn't acceptable if we're going to continue to be one country. So, yeah, I really hope that Biden wins because I think he's much more likely to pull us together than Trump. But I know there's people out there who feel the opposite. So it's like, it's wild. But I just want you to think, like, yes, what can we do globally as creatives, but also within our own circles? What can we do as creatives? And what can we make that will help? bring healing and peace and understanding and also get out our own personal angst and anxiety. Like what can you personally create both through conversations with people that you care about on a global scale through change that you help make and also through your creative projects. We may not be able to single-handedly change the world, but together if we put our minds together, I believe in this community and, and the creativity of this community that We can make incremental changes together. And no matter what, if you're still alive, there is hope. So keep fighting for what you believe in peacefully and lovingly. And don't forget that even when people seem to vote opposite to what would benefit you, they're still human beings. And beliefs are malleable. But humanity... You know, humanity is what we're born with. We are born with humanity. We are born with goodness, unless we're an absolute sociopath. So there's still hope. And don't underestimate the power of shifting someone else's consciousness, and then they go and shift someone else's consciousness. It's a ripple effect. And we can do that through our words, through the way we approach our conversations, through our creativity and our way of being, and also just by boots on the ground doing things. Like yesterday, I phone banked for the first time in my life. Thank you to Jessica Lignato, who set up this wonderful thing called uh, Zodiac the Vote and partnered with Supermajority. And I was just calling people to make sure they were voting. Like we do have agency and we do have the ability to help create change. And I just want you as a creative to know that you are empowered to do so. And I believe in you to help make change and... To fight for a country that is more hospitable to more people, to women, to people of color, to the LGBTQIA community, to people who are disabled, to people who are vulnerable, to those with pre-existing conditions. This is what we need to fight for. This is humanity. And, yeah. Fight for kindness, baby. It's never too late to keep expecting more and to keep fighting for better. Okay, take care of yourself. And now let's get into the creative check-in because there's lots of fun little topics I want to talk about. So (laughs) I wrote this tweet. (laughs) This is explicit. So if you hate swear words, then you should leave right now. (laughs) But uh, it's true. And honestly, if I could think of a way to say it, That was as expressive without the swear words I would. But this is just the best way to describe it. So this is a tweet I wrote yesterday night. And it goes as follows. Sorry to be explicit. But sometimes as an artist you just need to fuck your shit up. So you can create something really powerful. If you never get in the arena for the painful parts of life. It's hard to accurately depict them through your work. So (laughs) I came to that conclusion because... In the romantic sphere, I recently put... That was, by the way, the weirdest way to start a sentence about your dating life. In the romantic sphere. (laughs) Oh, I like my brain. It's so weird. Yeah, so basically, here's the story. I recently put myself out there with someone and... It didn't go to plan and it hurt my feelings, but also it was really exciting. All that's to say developing feelings for somebody else and then the subsequent backlash of those feelings not having anywhere to go because that person didn't fully reciprocate for me was such a powerful unleash your inner creative moment. Because I haven't dated anyone since I was 23, anyone knew, I feel like that experience of putting myself out there in even a slight way released the kraken of my creative energy. And it's like ever since that happened, songs have been pouring out of me. I'm like a creativity faucet. And it's just easy and it's natural and I'm like writing some of the best music of my life and things that I never would have thought of before because that piece of my life, which is love, which is such a big thing that we talk about in culture, had been stagnated these past few years in my relationship. And so by putting myself in the arena in a very vulnerable part of life and then Having that excitement and feeling like it was like the romantic feelings were reciprocated, and then kind of getting rejected or at least getting lukewarm feelings back, while it destroyed me in a way, it also opened me up. I just want to encourage you like, if you have the opportunity to put yourself out there for anything, whether it is in a romantic situation or a friendship situation, or putting yourself in the running for a job or a art project, whatever it might be, yes, you may get that thing that you want, but at the very least, you're going to get a whole stockpile of inspiration. And I think taking that kind of risk on yourself, it just opens something up, especially when it comes to love. And speaking of which, so there's this interesting thing, and that is feeling multiple things at once, and how to process that as a creative. You know, it's something I've talked about a lot in my life recently. I think on the podcast too, but who knows because these weeks just all blend together. But how possible it is for more than one thing to be true and not just for more than one thing to be true, but for more than one thing to be felt. I'm just going to get blunt with you. So I had feelings for that one guy. And parents, I'm sorry. I know this is news to you and I'm not going to reveal more than I'm revealing on the podcast. So you're just going to have to be okay with that until I'm ready to reveal more. And that's just where that stands, okay? I love you, mom and dad. But I'm not ready to talk about this outside of talking on my podcast. Okay. So I had feelings for this one guy. And (laughs) that was a guy that kind of rejected me. And then I still... Love my (laughs) ex-boyfriend. And I know I can't be with him, but I still love him. And I've been very open with him about how I'm going to start talking about dating on the podcast and how I'm on the apps. And I, in passing, mentioned to him that I... Think he should get on the apps too because, you know, he should put himself out there again. Stupid little bitch. Don't say that. <laughs> he took my advice and he revealed this to me last week and I started crying. It was an unexpected emotional reaction, but I realized I still have feelings for him, even though I know I can't be with him because the things that broke us up still haven't been resolved and who knows if they ever would or will be. But. I realize I still love him and still have feelings for him. And then I have feelings for this new guy, but I'm also feeling heartbroken by this new guy and rejected by him. And also there's a third layer where I'm like, I'm never going to find real love. I'm never going to find anyone who understands me. And within that layer, at the same time, I feel hopeful like the right person is out there for me. I'm going to meet someone who I'll have no question with and where we'll both meet each other where we are and just, love each other for the person that both of us are individually and enhance each other. And there's, it's just going to be, I love you without the, but because I've never had a situation with anyone where I've just said, I love you and not had a, but after, you know what I mean? I love you, but there's this, this, and this, that it's kind of holding me back from being as connected. That's my dream. So I've got door number one, new guy, have really flirty, fun, I like you feelings for, but doesn't seem to have those same feelings for me, old guy, (laughs) ex-boyfriend, who I do love and I love on a familial level and also must be a romantic level too, because I cried when he said he was thinking of, you know, putting himself out there again, but also, no, I can't be with, and then hope for a different love entirely that I think is ultimately the best way to go what the f is actually going on within my body and my consciousness <laughs> how can these three very separate very real emotional territories exist in one human being how can i simultaneously feel heartbroken and invested in this new guy and also know i can't be with that new guy by the way and then feel heartbroken And also in love with and also sad over my ex-boyfriend and also feel like the real answer is an entirely different person that I don't even think really exists or I'm scared doesn't exist. Like, how can these three doors exist in one human being? And how come no one's talking about this? (laughs) You know, growing up, all of society teaches you that you're going to meet the perfect one and when you meet that perfect person everything will snap into place and that's how all the love stories are written and that's how all of the movies are written <laughs> and that's how all the songs are written it's never like oh I kind of like this new guy but I'm also in love with this guy and I think that neither of those guys are really good and I think that there's also a third person somewhere out there with a question mark on them but I don't know if they actually exist like how I'm, I'm just having a moment in life where I'm, I'm genuinely curious because I haven't seen this reflected in anything. Why are we not making art about these in-between moments of life, about these gray areas of life? There's so many in-between areas of life. There's so many things that can concurrently be true. And I don't think that we as creatives are talking about it enough. And I know it's our tendency as creative people to live in extremes, but I just think it's so deeply important that we start making work about these tiny nuanced moments. If we don't make things that show off the nuanced moments of life, people will never know that they are not alone in them. And I wouldn't have known that unless I started talking to my friend Brittany, who's in a very similar situation with love. And she told me that all these things can be true. So I've been writing a lot of music about it. I haven't written about these three doors. I guess maybe that's my metaphor for the next song. But I've been writing a lot of music about putting yourself out there and getting rejected and in love and dating and getting to know yourself. But I want to start really writing about these smaller moments in between spaces Even like the moments of getting to know myself in quarantine and all the different selves I've met. Yeah, I really think it's important we acknowledge that we can feel more than one thing at once, even on the same topic, even about the same person. You can have feelings for someone and know they're not right for you. And you can be in love with someone or love someone and also think that they're bad for you. final thing I want to wrap out on is, since I have had this love experience, love isn't the right word, Had this reinvigorating romantic experience that also made me sad, but then also made me happy because I'm making so much creative stuff out of it. And I realized I still have the capacity to feel for a new person. Anyway, it's complicated. (laughs) But because of that, the music, and because I've made music more of a priority for me and writing music more of a priority, it has been flowing out of me like, I was going to say, like a flood but I guess that works like a flood and all I want to do is be creative all the time like really the most with music but I want to work on like podcast ideas and coaching and and producing and I'm going to be filming a music video soon producing my music video and all these things but there's so many administrative tasks that I have to do in order to do the creative things because otherwise It's just hanging over me and I'm thinking of it the whole time I'm creating and therefore I'm not creating as good as stuff. So anyway, and I had posted about this and one of our creative community members, Maria wrote back and had such an amazing suggestion on how to get through the administrative work. Maria recommended literally set a timer and for one hour, just do nothing but your administrative work. And when the timer goes off, you're done. And it's such a great point because honestly, I think I would get more done if I approached it like that so I think I'm going to start trying that and I think it will also feel a lot more tolerable if it's not something I have to keep like milling at all day long so great tip Maria thank you for sharing and thanks for sharing with the community really appreciate you again take care of yourself today and this week and be exceptionally kind to one another no matter what the results are we still have to try better is still good And as long as we're alive, we're not giving up. We're going to keep fighting for human rights, fighting for women's rights, fighting for the rights of the LGBTQIA community, fighting for the rights of black, indigenous people of color and all people of color for religious freedom. We won't stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Follow the show, subscribe, rate, review, do all those things. But most of all, be good to yourself, be good to one another, and I love you and I believe in you. Bye.